This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, what an afternoon. 11 points from the drop zone and now only five from the playoffs, dare we start to dream. A narrow 1-0 victory at the league's bottom side, South End makes it five league wins on the spin for the first time in 30 years in the Football League. What a fantastic achievement as the Nigel Clough train keeps on rolling towards the positive station. Has a little bit of the pessimist died in me again or will it creep back in all I know right now on this Saturday afternoon is that Mansfield Town have yet another three points in the bag to move even closer to the place where months and months ago we thought it would take a long time to get to this is the cool down post-match reaction show Southend United nil Mansfield Town one Get your comments and your reactions in the comments right now and have your say on your team as the Stags take another three points in Skybet League 2. Come on! Jamie Reid's second half goal proved to be the difference as Mansfield Town ran out 1-0 winners at Southend United. Let us know your thoughts in the comments as always. Joining me to reflect on another victorious afternoon for Mansfield Town is Mr Nathan Edge. Nath, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Months and months ago, it would have been a very sombre mood. And you know what? Two or three weeks ago, I was being a bit of a pessimist and sort of saying, you know, we've got to be careful with all these games in hands. And whilst I still think that in the back of my mind, in the darkest, deepest back of my mind, the league table now is sort of smiling at me in that seductive way and saying, Craig, come on, we can do this. You had to put a bit of a dodgy spin on this, didn't you? Oh, um, I mean, yes, well, it's good. my first question to you, Craig. Mm. Uh, you know, has that pessimism <laughs> evaporated a little bit or is it still there? I mean, oh. it's not just 11 points. We've also got a game in Andover Grimsby as well. So, um, you know, I don't know whenever we play that game if it'll actually what'll ha- where it'll level out at some point, but uh, whether they'll still be there in that position or what. But, um, you know, it, it could be more. It, it, it could well be. There's a full league programme on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, Grimsby are at Barrow, so it won't be Tuesday night. It'll probably be later on in the season. But, 
Oh, do you know what? I can't deny a little bit of the pessimist in me is is being killed off by this. And do you know what? Do you know what's most enjoyable? I'm just enjoying it. That that's the whole thing this season. You know, we've had years and years of pressure and uh you know expectation to go on and get there this year because of the way we started there's been absolute none of it and i'm just absolutely loving watching us perform week in week out like this uh keep your comments rolling in lots of them uh coming in so let's go to them straight away uh mark has kicked us off this afternoon by saying uh all abroad the mansfield express next stop top seven um, Steve, to be honest, would have settled for a point today. This is fabulous. Look forward to every game now. Well done, the Stags. Well done, Mr. Clough. Uh, Roger says, another win, yippee. Uh, Matt says, might have only been 1-0, but my God, did them strikers put a shift in. Uh, Ashley, massive win. Uh, Mark says, great performance uh, today, boys. Jordan Bowery, the man of the match. Uh, no cam today to write it all down, so this will be fun at the end of the show. He at was least useless he, anyway. He so. was, yeah. I mean, we'll show him how it's done today. Uh, that's it. He can't what, He can't join in anymore now. That's it. He's, he's gone. Oh, um, yeah. That's it. He can't go and ruin the uh, superstition. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Ethan says, come on, Jordan Barry was immense on that left-hand side deserved win. Uh, Wayne says, Stags are on the march, not getting too carried away, but the playoffs places are getting close and we are the form team in League 2 by a country mile. Come on, you Stags. Uh, Phil, three points today. Well done. The Stags bring on Bolton. Uh, Roger Craig's optimism is growing week by is growing week by week. Yeah, absolutely. That pessimist in me is uh, being silenced uh, at the moment um, Paul says brilliant uh, Glenn well done lads come on the stags uh, Callum we can't get too far ahead of ourselves we've only won five games in a row get in the stags uh, Keith in a word from a freezing snowy Thurso brilliant um, Terry says they just didn't have an answer to Bowery today uh, Roger wheels have come off at Grimsby and Southend Paul great result today Nigel Clough give him the key to Mansfield he's an absolute genius even better Forrest getting a good tanking uh, Paul says Nigel Clough down along uh, nail Clough down on a long term contract um, Chris brilliant and in my birthday great win just waiting for Chinese to top the day off come on you stags uh, Jay says I'm here again to say Faz Rawson again it was class um, Gary says hi Clive your cup has done it again great win uh, Clive says well deserved win today five in a row um, is not a fluke Richard solid team performance never in trouble really um, to be honest very sluggish first half. Both teams struggled to get going, but I felt at half time though, Nate, that despite it being a slow and, and tricky first half, I felt Mansfield were in were in relative control and Aidan Stone today, he could have sat in a deck chair to be honest. <laughs> he had that one save to make, didn't he, the first half? Uh, he had two he's he had, had two saves two well. saves to make the whole game. Yeah, yeah, and um yeah, but I mean they probably could I mean Southend did have a couple of chances that second half where we uh we switched off defensively. Now, I think it was more because it just came, kind of come out of nowhere because we were in control of the game throughout the majority. Um, you know, for me, I'm, I'm breaking the game out game down into into four quarters because um, sort of the first half and second half were similar trends as where I didn't feel like we was ever under threat. I did think um, Southend were pretty poor, and you can see why they are bottom of the league. Um, but for, for, for on our side, I, I did feel like a lot of the time we could have upped it for so much of the game you know i still knew there was so much more to come from us which um you know was was a positive for me i knew we could do that uh and we we certainly did that uh certainly in the first half the second sort of quarter of that first half we uh we you know that we had them two quick fire chances where 
uh, you know, a good chance for, for Reed and Lapsley, where we was unlucky uh, not to take the lead then. Uh, we dominated around that period of the, of the game as well. And then we did the same in the second half, which we eventually scored from. So it was one of those, it was a bit bit niggly at times. I think, uh, you know, we, we have played better, uh, but I still felt that the three points were going to come. And so, you know, and, and finally we, we, we got the chance, thanks to, for me, a, a, a superb second half performance from Jordan Bowery. Yeah, he was absolutely on fire down that uh, left-hand side. And um, the, the day we took Stephen Quinn involved in that as well, I felt he uh, he did uh, did very well in there. Obviously picked up a booking and then was subbed off uh, for Andy Cook, which was a sensible substitution to make. And one which really helped as well, because we were starting to, especially after the, the, the goal, starting to look a little bit leggy and uh, they were going to come at us a little bit. And bringing Andy Cook on just drove us forward that 10 yards or so and uh, certainly helped us out. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, it was getting to that stage a bit, even though we were, you know, we ended up playing against 10 men, it was getting to a stage a little bit where we was giving away possession a little bit too easy. So, you know, the ball was going back to them for them to just, you know, launch it forward again. And you just never know what could happen. It's so easy for it to, to drop nicely for, for one of their players, uh, you know, or, or if there's a mistake in there. So, um, you know, we had to get back to what we were doing and making sure we're, we're on the ball and uh, and when we do lose it, we get it back quickly. And I think Andy Cook coming back on did make that difference. You know, not only just holding the ball up, but you won a few flick-ons as well, uh, which helped us get it up a little bit further up the pitch. So, um, you know, it's it, Quinn came in to replace Andy Cook and it was the vice versa later on in the game. And I think it, it worked just as it needed to. Yeah, I felt we struggled to get going a little bit early on, but that you're always going to have that after a 10-day break. Um, as well which is uh, which is always important but for me now I think it's just about keeping the momentum it's it going to be another tough test on Tuesday night with, with Bolton um, it'll be a, a, an interesting game in that one as well but I think the, the thing which Nigel Clough has got us doing at the moment Nathan is just taking it one game by game and just really keeping us settled and I think as a whole today it whilst we might have found it a little bit frustrating we weren't as free-flowing as we would have wanted to be the ultimate thing is just go and get the job done it doesn't matter how you win as long as you you do win and you know Grimsby were beaten in the uh, the earlier kickoff you know this is the the pessimist a little bit in me speaking which meant you know they couldn't gain ground on us and, and we what we've done really is what Nigel Clough set out to do in the first part of his Stags managerial career is get as far away from that relegation zone as possible and then see what happens and I think you know, game by game by game, we are certainly doing that and putting the performances. And I think, like somebody said um, in the comments, you know, five wins on the spin is no fluke. No. Um, and I remember back uh, a few weeks ago, Clough saying in, in one of his interviews that, um, oh, it might have been on the AFL podcast, I know he said it recently anyway, that, you know, once we get away from that, that bottom two and, and get a good gap between us, then... You know, he fancies us to, to, to do even better because then that pressure's off a little bit and the players can play with a bit more freedom. The fact that we've done that with five wins on the bounce in the league as well, that's only going to add fuel to the to the players. You know, confidence, momentum. Uh, you know, when you're playing well and when you're winning, you get that extra bit of energy. You look forward to the match day. So, you know, we can go into the game against Bolton, who, who I don't think, uh, I've, I've not looked at the form table, but I don't think they'll be pretty high up on the form table either. So, you know, I think we can go into that game with uh, not arrogance, certainly not. We're not, um, you know, we're still only 13th in the table. So it's not like we're right up there yet. No. But we can go in there with confidence and momentum, 
you know, still off the back of a good break. So, uh, and, and uh, you know, a, a good solid three points and a clean sheet away at, um, you know, Southend who, yes, they were, they, they were pretty poor, but they, they battled because uh, they are fighting for their lives down there. So uh, we've got the job done. And I think uh, Clough will take a lot of pleasure out of that. So will the players. And I would say, hopefully, you know, Bolton will be a different type of game. And, uh, you know, if we will go into that with a lot of confidence. Absolutely. Keep your comments uh, coming in in uh, in the feed below and have your say on your team after a 1-0 victory for Mansfield Town this afternoon. Jamie Reid uh, with that goal. Pedro says three points. Mint, uh, Roy, well, there's nobody besides Man City in England doing better than us. We will go up. Jordan Bowery yet again. Now he's changed. Magic man of the match. Uh, Pedro and the only team in the league... Uh, with the magic five green boxes, of course, green uh, for win. Clive says, it's going to be tricky to choose my man of the match today. I have six in the frame. Um, how many of you got in the frame at this stage, Nathan? You, I know you try and methodically, when I'm talking, you try and sort of whittle it down, don't you? How many's in the frame at the minute? I think um, I've got three. He's got three at the minute. Um Stephen says, uh, my birthday keeps on giving three points and now my tea arrives at the door via grandchildren. Come on, you stags. Uh, Steve says, uh, Steve says all the players have completely transformed. Perhaps Graham Coughlin was a good scout, if not ready for management. Um, Clive says, uh, in response to the, the, the comment about the uh, the food, uh, you are not allowed to eat your grandchildren. Yeah, we we don't. Was it, uh, was it Hansel and Gretel where they ate the kids or tried to cook? I can't remember. You should know, Nate. You should be, you know, getting up to... Up to like, what? I've never even heard of that. I mean, you're probably just showing your age here no, in your first. do one. <laughs> uh, Glyn says, fantastic feeling these days. Bowery ran them ragged today. Uh, Richard says, right now, Clough is the gift that keeps on giving. How he has transformed us from being utter garbage to what we are now is amazing. Same players, different structures, but players playing with belief. Uh, and Roger says, loads a, a game uh, to play, loads of games to play. Things looking better and better. Ethan says, very impressed with Reed recently. Ran forever today. Keeps putting a shift in. If he continues, the goal uh, will keep coming. Yeah. Um, thing with uh, Jamie Reed uh, as well. Did he score in the Odin game? I can't remember whether he was on the score sheet or not, to be honest. Um... I feel like he did. I, I don't yeah. want to say it's two and two for him, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think it was. Uh, if not, certainly two and three. I'd have to have a little look and check. But uh, you know, we, we were saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a look in a minute. We were certainly <laughs> saying uh, though a couple of weeks ago, Nate, that similar to Jordan Barry when he sort of you know uh, found his feet a little bit. All he needed was the goal to sort of you know keep him uh, uh, keep him going and sort of uh, you know keep him ticking over and he's certainly found that late lately and Nigel Clough in his every single press conference that um he seems to uh have have uh, conducted has, has always had praise for him and you know he's clearly doing something right and yes he did score in that Oldham game so it is two and two for Jamie Reid yeah. yeah no I think um yeah it's, it's, it's we say it about strikers a lot I think certainly in that position it's it's such a confidence uh uh, confidence position you know if, if you're confidence and you've uh, you've got a bit of form going for you, you're going to look like a completely different player and you're going to you're going to try things that you probably wouldn't usually try you'll be a little bit braver on the ball take more risks and usually when you take more risks you get more reward so you know when when reed came into you know came came and joined us you know he's come from lower leagues uh, yes he's had a, a very short spell in the league before which uh, you know had, hadn't worked out for him so you know, he's made that step up. He probably were feeling the nerves a little bit. He came into a team that wasn't playing well, you know, as, as a whole. So that's also going to, you know, affect him. And I think what 
Clough's trying to do is, first of all, give him a run in the team, which, uh, you know, every player needs that opportunity to to try and, and improve. And he's, he's got a bit of stick earlier on, as so did Jordan Bowery. But slowly and steady, he's, he's improved his performances. And again, another goal today, you know, I, I thought I actually thought for, he was better in the first half than he, than he was in the second half. And uh, in the second half, was the one we ended up getting the goal, albeit it was a tap-in. But hey, they all count. Exactly. He had, to, he had to get himself in the right right position and, and, and he did that and put the ball away. So, you know, I, I think hopefully he'll take a lot of credit, you know, a lot of uh, confidence from the goal uh, in his overall performance. And I still think that there's probably more more to come from him throughout, this, throughout the season. So, uh, you know, tough for him, really. Yeah, definitely. I think the good thing as well is, you know, the games keep coming thick and fast when you're on this run of, run of form. That's what worried me, I think, today, Nath, the most. And I think it showed in the first half the fact that we had that 10-day break when you're in a rich vein of form, you know, you want the next match to almost come the day after, don't you? You want it to, to keep coming round and to get back out on the pitch and, and keep keep progressing and keep performing. And, you know, we're having a Tuesday night game against a, a Bolton side beaten 2-1 today. You know, not the greatest of seasons for them. They would have expected a, a lot better. Um, you know, it, it can only come, you know, it's a blessing really that it's, it's only a couple of days away. Feet up. Off we go again. Next game, game by game. Let's see how far we can get up the ladder. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've obviously spoke about the, having the ten-day gap and how it would affect us uh, coming into today. And I, and I do think it did have an impact. You know, like you said, I think we were sluggish. Um, you know, certainly at the, at the early um, periods of the game, um, and I think we probably were for the second, but you know, early parts of the second half as well. So, you know, I do think it has had an impact. But the most important thing is that we've still come and got a, got the win. So automatically, that bounce is going to be straight back into the into the players uh, from that, and they'll be looking forward to Tuesday Tuesday night. Whether there'll be there might be a couple of changes. You know, we've still got players on the bench such as James Perch, who you think will come back in surely at some point and play yep. a part. Um, you know, you've got Nicky Maynard not not getting a lock in at the minute because the players in front of him are doing a good enough job. Um, you know, so uh, and and you don't know there might be uh, an addition before then as well. So. Yeah, the players I think will be looking forward to getting into it. Um, you know, we've bad now had that advantage of the ten day break and now a game backing up that you know, a game that we've won. So I think we'll go into uh into Tuesday night better than what we would have done if we did play Carlisle last week, if you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think maybe not playing them. It might have helped us out in, in some way, shape or form, of course. Got them to play in March and I believe it's been rearranged for the sixteenth of March can't believe I'm about to ask this question and you know the pessimist in me from two weeks ago would be screaming you know like a, a mad person in a straight jacket that's that's itching to get out but I'm going to ask the, the 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 question is it possible can we do it looking at the league table where we are I, I don't know I mean a couple of weeks ago when and I back up what I said at the time when I said it I think my point was valid you know, there was still a, a gap there, which wasn't much of a gap if things swung around. We've played 24 games. A lot of teams around us have got one or two games in hand. Um, in fact, there's only two teams below us, no, three, four teams below us that have, have played the same amount of games or played one more. Holdham in 14th played the same amount of games. Uh, Port Vale in 16th played one more. Bolton in 17th played the same amount of games. Scunthorpe in 19th played the same amount of games. Uh, and then Grimsby uh, one more than us and Southend 
the same amount of games. So there's not many teams now below us that have got those gaming games in hand. Whereas a couple of weeks ago, when Pessimist Craig was was talking, there were a lot of teams with a couple of games in hand, and the gap seems to have narrowed now. And what we've done is we've kept that buffer, and in fact, we've not just kept it; we've taken a sledgehammer to it and started building an extension. Well, at the end of the day, we're winning games. So in some some ways, uh, you know, those games hands don't don't make that because they can't all win. You know, so because yeah. some of those games and they're going to be playing each other. I mean, I've not had time to really sit down and look at who you know who they're going to be playing in those games hands, but I guarantee uh, they're going to be playing each other. So they can't all win. And at the moment, whilst we're winning, you know, we, it's not going to have much of a, much effect on us. So there's, there's that way of looking at it. Um, you know, they have played a couple of over the last couple of weeks, and some of the teams really haven't taken advantage of that game. Those games in hand, so. That's played in our favour as well, which doesn't usually, it's not usually the case. Usually we get bad luck with that sort of thing. So it's another thing that's been positive for us. So, um, you know, I, I go back to your very initial question about is the playoffs possible? Well, if you ask me this in uh, in March, you might say, you know, five five points. It's possible, but you'd, you'd probably say you, you're really relying on teams to slip up with just a few games left. Whereas actually we're only just one game over halfway. Yeah. So there's absolutely no reason why we can't do it. The only thing is, I don't want to get the expectation that we are going to do it. You know, I'm yeah. I'm enjoying, like you said, uh, for the you know pre-match uh, for for those that joined us, and you might remember Craig saying, you know, you're quite quite enjoying not having um, the expectations there because at the moment this is it's just enjoyable, isn't it? We're going out there, we're playing well, we're winning. Some of the games certainly we don't expect to win. I think someone said in the comments. You know, they'd have took a draw today. Well, last year nobody would have taken a draw against bottom of the teams, but bottom, bottom of the table. So, you know, I think that just shows that we've reset our expectations levels a little bit, which has also enabled us to enjoy games like today, where we've not necessarily played 100%, but we've come away with a win. And yeah, do you know, long may that continue. Do you know what? That's exactly what it is at the moment from from Mansfield. It's the fact that um, the expectation. Um, is is isn't there as much, and I think that's where the pessimist in me starts creeping back in a little bit because we all know what Mansfield fans are like. You know, especially a couple of seasons ago, we were expecting to walk the league, and we were expecting to you know for promotion to be handed on a plate and all of that stuff. And you know, now we've won these five on the bounce the first time since since 1991 in the league. Um, yes, we went on the run in the conference, but that's non-league in terms of football league, best run in thirty years. It, it's it's so positive, and I just hope that the expectation level doesn't shoot through the roof. I, I just hope we keep that tight grip on it and just enjoy the ride for for what it is. I mean, sometimes you know you can expect everything to to, to come your way, whereas if you're you know, if, if you're out on on holiday or whatever, and it's a nice sunny day, and you're on the beach and everything, and you're all expecting all nice things to happen. Sometimes you you don't appreciate the view, you don't appreciate what's around you. And I just think at the moment, I'm just enjoying there not being a, an expectation blanket, there not being this thing of we've got to go into this game, we've got to boss it. Let's just in, enjoy it. If we're losing midweek to to Bolton. I don't think we will, but if we lose in midweek to Bolton, I don't think it'll be that knee-jerk reaction of, oh, we're, we're going to go on a, a downward spiral now. Just enjoy it for, for what it is and and see where it takes us. I, I love this refreshed 
attitude in, in some respects. Yeah, I think we can, you know, I think we need to find the difference between expectation and, and confidence. You know, I think we can, com- be, you know, have a bit of confidence in the team. I don't mean, and I mean that in a different way to the to arrogance, as in, you don't know, don't be confident yeah. that you, we know we're going to win. And what I mean by that is have a bit of confidence in the team to go out there and, and potentially win. You know, I'll be close to winning. So, you know, that, that put that, have that side of it and but you know because we're playing with a team that probably two months ago we've still got basically the same players bar quinn yeah um and everyone was saying worst team that man's probably had in in decades now all of a sudden you know we you know we've shown that we we can win and we've shown that we can play well as as, as a team um you know and but i just don't want us to like I say with the expectation levels if we go and lose a match now to then people turn hard they're not, they're not good enough get them all yeah. done you know, it doesn't have to be as as uh, what's the word I'm looking for. It doesn't have to be as far as one way or the other. Yeah, you can there's the no extreme bit. there. We can we can enjoy that that we yeah, can sit back on absolutely. the boat and relax and take in the view rather than you know want to get to the end destination, want to get that perfect Instagram photo, that sort of thing. Um, I mean, it's, it's just for this way. It's nice to be saying, uh, you know, to even be discussing the playoffs. To yeah, say we're five points out of it. I mean. You would just never have thought that a few months ago. We, we was all just everybody was saying it's all about staying up, and I, I you know I, I, might, I can't believe we're actually sat here just a couple of months or you know halfway yeah. through the season as well to say uh, that, you know that we have got a chance to play us. Absolutely, uh, Alistair says every player has improved under Clough. Reed could have had two today, uh, had one cleared off the line first half. Uh, things looking good for the future. Come on, you stag. Simon says sooner have the points in the bag than games in hand. Roger, I said a while ago that the Stags are the dark horses of uh, this league. Um, Wayne says there's definitely a chance we could get in the playoffs, but let's take each game as it comes because as someone once said, it's a funny old game and we are Mansfield Town. Alistair uh, has directed this one to me. Craig, we have long, we have had too long looking down the league, so why not give ourselves the pressure of looking up playoffs? Why not? And I agree, and I like I just said to to Nathan there, it's it's not a case of um, me looking over the shoulder and me trying to be the pessimist and trying to be the the voice of doom and gloom. I'm just saying that um, we've we're enjoying that middle ground at the moment. We're enjoying, you know, sitting back on the beach and taking in the surroundings, enjoying the sun soaking on our faces, not worried about um, you know, not expecting it to uh, to all come crashing down or not expecting too much we're just enjoying the moment is, is what i'm trying to say rather than you know being wrapped up in all the the, the stuff which surrounds it i think i mean it's, it's much better than what you were saying two weeks ago wasn't it because you know when you just turned 30 <laughs> oh god i mean i don't know who was here listening to listening or watching the podcast but jesus christ i mean the the, the craig priest we had then yeah different for craig priest now it's uh, it's but again, I'll back it up because two week, two or three weeks ago, the point gap was yeah. it was na- it was narrow. But what we've done is we've kicked on and we've 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 not allowed ourselves to get up. We've done our bit. We've extended uh, it, yeah, yeah, and put the and work then the in. The blowers haven't taken advantage of those games in hand, yeah. so uh, it's the pendulum swung back in our favour. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Clive says, "Craig, you're not a pessimist. You're a realist. I'll take that. I'll, I, I think that's a." Yeah, but Craig, you know, Clive also still thinks we've got Graham Coughlin in charge. So I'm, oh, I'm yeah, not trusting his judgment today. Point. That's a good point. He's had a point. few too many whiskeys, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, what is he putting in that Mansfield Matters Cup? I really want to know. <laughs> uh, get your votes coming in for your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match. Start them uh, coming in. I'll try and keep my eye on them and 
see who gets the prestigious honour today. Will it be uh, Jamie Reid for his goal? Will it be Jordan Barry for his excellent performance? Or will it be the debutant Stephen Quinn? We've not really touched upon him uh, too much. Let's uh, do that now, Nath, for a minute or so. Uh, came in today for Andy Cook in that midfield, uh, that midfield three. Played on the left-hand side of that. Took a while to get going, but I actually thought he offered us uh, something different uh, there. He, he got us out towards the, the left-hand side a little bit more, stretched the, the game. I mentioned in the pre-match that he had the stat for the, like the second best player in League One for winning the ball back in the opponent's half and certainly showed that. I thought his aggression was quite good. He played on the front foot, got stuck in. I compared him to a rat in the in the, uh, in the in the first half for, for a while because he was getting at midfield, really chomping at the feet, getting around, getting in the little nooks and crannies and being a nuisance. I'm sure he appreciates being called a rat as well, you know. <laughs> um, no, the I, comparison uh, to I'll... a rat, by the way, in, in footballing terms, is, is a positive. Yeah, I, I know, I know. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, he's one of my three for, for contenders as a man of the match. Um, and it's simple. You know, I, I felt like he did the very simple things. Where, you know, I don't think... He, I think every pass he made found a yellow shirt. So, you know, I think he was composed on the ball. Um, you know, and... and some players on the on the debuts, you know, might not be as involved. You know, they might shy away a little bit. And I don't think there was any of that from him. He was more than happy to uh, to come and come and get the ball. Uh, for a 34 year old, he was still happy to. Uh, there was a couple of occasions where he was um, in a couple of decent runs down the down the left hand side as well. Um, you know, so I just think overall, he, he was a very sort of uh, without standing out. Out, you know, out too much. He just did the very basics and the good things very well, and I think that, you know, kept us ticking a little bit in that midfield. So uh, in in what was quite a niggly game, so I think uh, you know I, I thought he did pretty well. Absolutely. Uh, quick word on Aidan Stone before we have a little look through the league scores and uh, sign off for today. Uh, again, kept his place in the lineup. We said that before the game. He, he deserved to. He made uh, a number of good saves in the Olden game and one crucial, crucial save um, late on in that game. And he did so again today, Nath. Albeit it wasn't a a very difficult save to make. It was a good position uh, for him. Uh, Kept the ball out when we were 1-0 up. Um, And despite not having a lot to do throughout the game, was alert throughout it. And uh, again, showed what a good goalkeeper is with his distribution, playing from the back sometimes, playing it long as well. And... No doubt we'll keep his place for Tuesday night against uh, against Bolton at the one call. Uh, yeah, I'm just hoping his uh, hope, I'm hoping he had his phone with him uh, and his alarm went off at the end of the game. So, <laughs> you know, he could have actually had a nap in that second half, I think. But I mean that's testament to the to the players in front of him. To be fair, um, yeah, and there wasn't a great deal for him to do. But like I say when he was called upon, he he did it with uh, with a sure you know surety. So um, you know. I, it's it's a it's a tough one to judge his performance because like you say it, the things he had to do were were, were relatively easy and he, and he did them so we can't really ask for for anything more um you know his distribution was, was was okay so certainly no reason why <clears throat> you'd expect to see uh, Marek Steck in goal on Tuesday unless as we mentioned touched on a little bit before the uh, you know before the game unless it is some sort of tactical decision from from Clough down to how we distribute the ball, yeah, which we did see under day, you know, under Flitcroft with, with between Gordon and Gordon, uh, Conrad Logan and um, Bobby Leishnik. We, you know, we remember changing it a little bit with him, didn't we? With them, yeah. they were two very different styles. So, 
I, I can't see it changing unless there is some sort of real tactical reason behind that. No, it'd be very, very hard done by. Start thinking about your Man of the Match award then, Nath. Uh, you guys at, ho at home as well, get them in the comments and we'll run through them in a second. But first, let's get the picture elsewhere in Skybet League 2 this afternoon. <laughs> So the Stags, 1-0 winners at the bottom side, Southend, takes them to 13th place, five points away from the playoff places and 11 from the drop zone. Full-time scores in League 2, it finished Cambridge United 0, Bradford City 0, Exeter City 3, Stevenage 1, Leighton Orient were beaten 1-0 at home to Forest Green Rovers, whilst Morecambe, they're a surprise team this season, 3-0 winners at home to Colchester. Newport County were beaten 3-2 away at Oldham, 2-2 at half-time in that game. Port Vale won Warsaw 3. In the game's early kickoff, it finished Scunthorpe 3, Grimsby 0. Not a great start for Roland Menayese on loan at Grimsby. And finally, it finished Tranmere 2, Bolton 1. Of course, Bolton we play on Tuesday night at the One Course Stadium. No game today between Cheltenham and Barrow, of course. They... Uh, of course, Cheltenham in the FA Cup. Also, Carlisle didn't play today, uh, I presume against Salford, uh, of course, uh, due to COVID. In terms of the league table, well, let's have a look from the top. Cambridge United lead the way after a goalless draw today on 42 points. In second place, it's Forest Green Rovers on 41. And then just in the automatic promotion places today, a Newport County on 40 points. Playoffs. Carlisle in 4th on 39, Salford in 5th on 38, 6 is Morecambe also on 38, a considerable goal difference between those two though, Cheltenham occupies 7th place on 37, it's Exeter in 8th, Leighton Orient in 9th, Tranmere in 10th, Warsaw are in 11th, Crawley in 12th, ourselves in 13th on 32 points, 5 points from those playoff places, looking the other way, Southend United prop up the uh, League 2 table on 20 points. It's Grimsby then above them in 23rd on 21. So a lovely 11-point uh, buffer between ourselves and them. Stevenage 22nd, Barrow 21st, and then Bradford in 20th. The Stags take on uh, Bolton at the One Course Stadium on Tuesday night. 7 o'clock kickoff. They occupy 17th place on 28 points. Can the Stags get a victory on Tuesday to make it 6 out of 6 in Skybet League 2? Uh, in what is a full round of league fixtures. Make sure you join us for all of the uh, build-up and post-match stuff on Tuesday night as well. Get your votes coming in for your Mansfield Matters Man of the Match as the Stags beat Southend United by a goal to nil this afternoon at Roots Hall.
Right then, Nathan Edge, you said you had uh, three contenders, I believe, earlier on. Who are you going to go for? I've got uh, one player for each third of the pitch. So obviously, <laughs> the midfielder I had as Stephen Quinn, who obviously I've already mentioned, and I've already said why. Um, my other two are Faz Rawson and Jordan Bowery. Go on then, give me your reasonings and then give me your, your final name. Well, I've gone for Rawson. Um, I think, uh, was it Jay or somebody jumped in the comments earlier yeah. and said, uh, again, he's had a pretty good game. Uh, and again, another one of those players that has come in for a lot of criticism throughout the season so far. But the last few games, he's been pretty solid. And I think for what he had to do today, which, um, you know, you know, it wasn't like he was under the cosh all the time or anything, you know, but when he was called upon, he was strong in the air. Um, you know, first half, he had a couple of um, opportunities attacking as well, uh, attacking wise as well. So he was a contender for me. So shout out for him. But my man of the match is going to be Jordan Barry. Um, I thought he had a, a decent first half. A couple of things didn't come off for him early on. But the second half, he was a completely different, uh, different, different, different animal. Um, not sure if it's because they put that 90-year-old Grant, uh, whatever his face is, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, right back. You know, but at the end of the day, if that's the case, Barry obviously recognised that there's an opportunity for him to here to, to get at him, and uh, and, he, and he did that. And I think um, you know it was thanks to his hard work and his endeavour to, um, you know, to 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 attack the way he did to, that led to obviously Jamie Reid having a tap in. So. He is my uh, nomination once again for Mansfield Matters Man of the Match. Might as well just give him the awards uh, now, to be honest, <laughs> for the entirety of the season, to be honest. Uh, oh. I'm going to pick three. I'm going to be a little bit different, though, in my three. Uh, Jordan Bowery, obviously, uh, great performance from him again today. Uh, really ran that left-hand side well. A couple of occasions where we could have had a couple of goals from it, to be fair, and uh, especially uh, with Jamie Reed's one, did very, very well to create the opportunity. Um, I felt that Stephen Quinn did very well on his debut, to be honest, ratting around, like I said, in that midfield, closing things down. Uh, and then uh, an honourable mention goes for Aidan Stone uh, as, as mine. Um, whether it's a goalkeeper's thing or not, I don't know, but... Again, two. Is. I don't know. Two good <laughs> saves. I mean, two good saves, and then late on, you know, to be alert as he was, uh, very, very good. But if I'm going to nail my colours to the mast, uh, I'm going to give my man of the match today uh, to Jordan Barry, who really did have a good, good afternoon down that left hand, uh, that left hand side. Um, I'm going to have a quick look in the comments now. I've been. As Nathan was talking, you might have seen the top of my head just sort of uh, scribbling a few down. Cam usually does this, but he's uh, not here today. Um, he missed the pre-match show um, because he'd gone shopping. He'd gone to get his weekly shop and wasn't back in time. And, and gone really. to, as he said in the chat, Starbs, which means Starbucks. I mean, he needs to get his priorities right, to be honest. Um, lots of people saying Bowery, man of the match uh, in uh, in yours. Klaus says, I'm going to go off-piste. Uh, Maris is my choice. Uh, Wayne says, Bowery, um, uh, with Rawson a close second. Uh, Rob says, man of the match, Bowery. Um, Richard says, man of the match, uh, Rawson for me. Uh, but Bowery did... Uh, did very very well uh, and Rob says uh, Stoney should be uh, should be uh, number one uh, well it's time for me to count the results Cam if you're watching this back or listening to this this back uh, this is how it's done so a 1-0 win for Mansfield Town away at Southend United today but who will be crowned the prestigious very prestigious and we take it seriously on this show Mansfield Matters man of the match Will it be the debutant Stephen Quinn? Will it be the goal scorer Jamie Reid? 
Will it be the defender who has really earned plaudits of late in Farron Rawson? Or will it be the inevitable Jordan Bowery? Or could it be a more random choice like George Maris, Aidan Stone, Stephen McLaughlin, Ryan Sweeney, the kit man, Nigel Clough's dog? The results have been counted and verified with an abacus and I can now reveal that with 14 votes the Mansfield Man of the Matters Man of the Match is Jordan Bowery. Jordan Bowery takes, inevitably takes Man of the Match. There you go, throw that over there. Uh, for, for today's game, well done to Jordan Bowery. I mean, to be honest, Nath, shall we just uh, get the um, get the, the result now? Shall we, shall we just get the, the trophy for I Jordan mean, Bowery now, the, the season trophy or what? The season one, yeah, for the, for the most wins. I think it's probably, <laughs> probably going to be him. Um, I've got to point this out because I think Cam was very upset if I didn't. But you know, after all that building up and saying you're going to do it better than Cam, what's slips with Man of the Matters? I slipped on one word, didn't I? <laughs> slipped I mean, on I one word. I quite like it. It's got a ring to it. You know, the be- Manifold, Man of the Matters. It's because I was watching my, ca- I was watching my countdown and realised that I didn't have as much time as what I thought, but... <laughs> I, I still thought it was better than Cam's. Uh, so there you go. Final few sure. comments from you uh, from you guys. Uh, Wayne says, there's definitely a chance we could get in the playoffs, but let's take each game as it comes because as someone's once said, it's a funny old game and we are Mansfield Town. Um, Stephen says, fantastic team effort today. Bowery, Reed, Sweeney, Rawson and McLaughlin in the mix for Man of the Match. Of course, Bowery takes it. Uh, Tim says, plenty of points. Let's keep the faith. Who knows? Danny, as much as I'm loving this run, it's slightly annoying thinking where would we be if if uh, Cochrane had a clue about players and tactics or had we had Sir Nigel Clough from the start of the season uh, Alistair I do appreciate where you're coming from Craig considering how we started the season if we finish 8th place that would be a great achievement on its own absolutely uh, Jody says only 10 points between us and the number 1 spot it's uh, whew, I'm not even going to start thinking about that that's another uh, podcast all day long let's not go there let's just enjoy the ride that we're on uh, so far and uh, that is just about it for today Nathan we will see you in midweek uh, as the Stags take on Bolton I already can't wait for that game to come round can you? Absolutely that's why when you've got this momentum and confidence that's, you just uh, certainly from a fan's perspective anyway you can't wait for the next one to come around and I'm, I'm glad we've got a, a, you know, a midweek game it, it's, uh, you want them to come around uh, nice and quick and that's exactly what we've got so uh, and it'd be nice to be back at home as well absolutely the voice there of Mr Nathan Edge you'll catch him again on Tuesday night as the Stags take on Bolton at the One Call Stadium that though is it from us this week on the Mansfield Matters podcast thanks very much for joining us once again as the Stags take three points all the way home from Southend oh I do love to be beside the seaside and I do love to climb the Skybet League 2 table as well. So the Stags well within reach now of the playoffs and getting further and further away from that drop zone. Although, as we kick off the second half of the season with victory against Southend United, we still have a long, long way to go. And with the league being so tight, there are certainly plenty more twists and turns left in the tale to be told. Join us, though, on the journey as we continue to follow the Stags. Why? Quite simply, because Mansfield always matters 
Join us on Tuesday as the journey continues as the Stags welcome Bolton to the One Course Stadium. We'll be live at 10 to 6 on Facebook for the warm-up and then 15 minutes after the full-time whistle as we continue to follow the journey. Five wins on the bounce in Skybet League 2. Can they make it six? Absolute dreamland. Get in. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans